What's up, everyone? We're back um, at the intersection. I am your host, Dominique. This is where we hang out and talk about life, culture, faith, and where they all intersect. We made it all the way through the season. I feel like that's what's kind of crazy. Also, it's been a year. What? Woo! And we actually have a guest today. <laughs> An OG to good old podcast. Lauren is back to hang out. Hey. It's crazy. It's been a year. It's, I know. I didn't it? even think about that. When's the first date? When's the date of the first one? December 20th. Stop. Yeah. It's been a year. We're totally different people. For real. And that's actually what we're going to talk about today. Yes. How we're totally different people. It's amazing. God's this podcast good. sounds totally different. Yes. But it's fine. It's going to be fun. Um, if you're new to the podcast, you should go back and listen to the first two seasons. Yes. If you want to hear Lauren's part, she's in season one. If you want to hear me just sort of talk to y'all, it's season two. But now we're at the finale. Yes. So excited to be here. And so... Here, now we have a new a segment that you didn't get to do in the first season, but it's called Eyes, Ears, Heart, and so we're just going to go through that. Um, I love it. I love the idea. Yes. So what are you watching, reading? What are your eyes looking at? Shows, movies, books? What do you got for me? Okay, so we were talking about this before. Something that we're both watching has been um, makeup tutorials. <laughs> yes. Don't shade it, y'all, because it's so much fun. How many of y'all listen to or actually watch? I don't listen to them. I, li- I watch makeup tutorials. <laughs> um, although sometimes I do just play them and listen to them in my room. Because they're so weird? funny. A lot, like, they have such personalities, <laughs> and I think that that's half the fun. Like Jackie Ina. I was going to say, shout out to Jackie Ina, because, yes, she, she is a blast. <laughs> yes, I love her. And we both were looking into getting a uh, Pat McGrath palette. If you're not familiar, I just, we can't even, let's have a moment of silence for it. <laughs> like, can we honor Moment of silent honor McGrath. for Pat McGrath. She is all the thing. And her shadows and her makeup line is just, um, she really is the queen of makeup. So there's, I don't know who Kylie Jenner is. I have no idea who that is. So Pat McGrath. Who? And I think she just reached a billion dollars in she sales did. or something. She exceeded. She yeah. did. She's, um, she exceeded a billion dollars. Um, also, shout out to black women being excellent. Yep. That's right. So I'm just going to say it's excellence that we're striving towards. Amen. <laughs> yes. Amen. She is an inspiration. So um, I watch those a lot. I feel like when I get new makeup, I always have the intention of like trying these looks or whatever. And really like I'm nowhere near as good as what these people do. But it's fun to like aspire to something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I definitely watch those. I was saying I just recently subscribed to Hulu because they have like a discount code or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the holidays. You know everybody trying to get Absolutely. And I think I wanted some more like Christmas movies. Um... So I actually have watched a few documentaries, and I just started Atlanta, which is hilarious. Um, it is. The first season's so funnier. Funny. The second season's more intense. Oh, interesting. Yeah, second season's more intense. It's much more, like, political. Like, it, like, it, like, makes you think in a different way. That's good. I mean, it already makes... That's true. You know what? It's funny, but it's, like, not funny. It's, like, yeah. not funny, funny. Like, this isn't funny, but it's funny. But it's really not funny. Yeah. Especially, I mean, as a white female, it's not funny. <laughs> What I mean is, I think it's interesting how he twists so many things. Yeah. There's so many lessons within even one scene. There's oh, so yeah. many things to learn and discuss. Like, you could break it apart. And, and he's so intentional. It. Like, yes. Donna Glover's one of the most intentional creators yes. ever. So like, creative. everything means something. At the same time, though, I kind of think he, like, jokingly makes things that are not supposed to be intentional. But we just ascribe things yes. to them. Yes. So, the joke could be on us, whatever. Uh, so yeah, I, I absolutely, absolutely agree with that. So I think, um, yeah, those are my eyes. How about you? What are you watching? 
I am the same thing I was rewatching in the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls. I watch it every Christmas. Wait, y'all. can we think about the irony? Hold on a second. <laughs> Wait, did I just say I'm watching Atlanta and you're watching Gilmore Girls? <laughs> yeah, this is what we do with our lives, okay? It's this, fine. It, it's, it's so fine. accurate if you know us. It's so accurate. <laughs> it's because I spend all my time in intense things that I need fluff yes. in my mind. It is like brilliant writing. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like, it's perfect. I'm like, come on. It's a classic. It is a it classic. Is a classic. Totally classic. And it's also because I'm reading Becoming. Oh, yes. So in com- contrast to that, like Becoming is like very, very heavy. Um, but it's such a it's such a beautiful book. I'm actually, I'm reading it and listening to it at the same time because I saw how big and dense it was. And do I'm you like, read it while listening? Like, do you have it open while you're listening to it? Or do you like switch back and forth? Switch back okay. and forth. That's yeah. Um, and it's also really dope because Michelle is, Michelle Obama's. Yes, reading it to you yes. and you're like I can't wait to hear I want to hear yes. Michelle <laughs> I literally have already cried Aww. it's it's like it's just a lot it's like a really it's it's it takes you on like a like a roller coaster of your own emotions and you're also like oh I totally resonate with that or like oh I don't get that as much or it's so that's like kind of cool and also like her and Michelle her and um President Barack Obama like their love story if it ain't like theirs, I don't want it. Okay? You know, did you ever watch that movie about their life? Southside and Southside and Okay. Southside and me? Southside and you? Southside and something. Um, does it represent like is that pretty much standard to what it is? Or is it? Well it's better? like it's shrunk the time is shrunk. So it like feels like it's only I think a couple of it's a couple of weeks versus in the in the movie. Like in the movie in the movie it's shrunken in time, whereas like the book, it's like months. It's like a sort oh, of. So she tells like the how oh, I would love. Yeah, she tells the whole that. story, like when she first met him and how she like, she was like, mm, I got. Um, she was suspicious. She was just like very like, everyone's upset. You know, like everyone's in love with him, and he, she was like, I don't, I don't Ooh, really think so. But, he, but the walk, she remembers the walk. Yeah, I think that that's something that's very interesting and kind of like funny. what stood out about him to her when she. I love that stuff. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Ooh. Um. So that was like that was. It's just really cute and um. And like even their proposal, oh my god, their proposal. I was listening to it. I was like, stop. It was a lot, y'all. Just read oh, the book. Just read becoming. Just miss them. I know. That's. I think that's the other thing is you realize how much you. I miss having good people to like. Yep. Do like see every day and like I knew that they were like running the peace things. that come. The, there's peace that comes with that. Like when you trust somebody's character to lead. Yeah. It's like wow. Okay, we're gonna yeah. go. And right. he was always like that. That's what's kind of interesting. Mm. It's like he was always the leader that we saw. And I think that that's also kind that's of crazy. Um, but what's crazy is also how much Michelle, she, she was so much like us, like in the sense of like she did all of this work and checked all these boxes. And then she realized like she was like, I don't really want to do this. And wow. like she had to find purpose in something else. And I think that that's. That's like so beautiful. It's it's beautiful to see how she was like, I have done all these things and I'm like, do I actually want to be here? Yeah. And how she questions yes. herself. And you're like, we see, but how we see Michelle Obama now is like, the she's our forever first lady. Like you know, she's graceful. like, yes, all the she things. And then it's now it's like, oh, you have you have insecurities. Mm-hmm. You you feel like, oh, should I should I be doing this? Mm-hmm. You question things. You like. Your failures feel like very deep disappointments, you know, and I think that that's like it's just it's cool to see because I think that we don't have yep. 
Sometimes we're like... A lot of people in leadership don't speak to those things. They're not as open about that. They're not as transparent. I think there was a quote in some news article saying that she said, I've been at the tables with the smartest people. Oh, not everyone's that smart. That's... Can you believe that? Yeah. (laughs) And like, we know that inherently because any of us at our workplace, anybody were like, listen, I could be that person in that job. They're not smarter than me. But it's internalized, realizing that, like, you, and what that means for where we're able to go. Yeah. She's basically like, listen, you can be here. Don't count yourself out of those spaces. And that's, I love that she said that. Yeah. And she's been dropping gems this whole tour. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yes, come soon. Um, By the time this comes out, I will have seen her. But all all I got to say is I'm super excited to go see her. So, I mean, that's what I've been watching and be, my, been looking at. So, what have you been listening to? Ears, podcasts, sermons, everything. Man, I've been, you know what? It's interesting. Music. Like, I know. I, it's, <laughs> oh, music, yeah. No, you know, I think because, I don't know if it's because of the city. I don't know if I'm still just like in honeymoon phase. Like, I often don't listen to music when I'm out and about. Wow. I know it's surprising. I think, especially now, um, working from home, I have sometimes put like music on. But honestly, because I love music so much, and then I'm usually drawn into music, it can distract me. And I know that's bizarre, because a lot of people have that on as a soundtrack of their life, and I'm like, I just don't do it. Now, I have been listening to things, don't get me wrong, and I think we talked about this. Christmas music, for some reason, I start in like October. I start getting in the mood. I know October? that's, I know. And I've actually first thought it was only like a one time thing for me. Like it happened one year and I was like, this is weird. No, it happens to me every year around October and I don't know why. So I'm learning to like go for it because if I miss that window, then I'm not even here for it like in December. Oh, so I know that's weird. It's like I got to just go with it and like enjoy it. So I listened to, I went back and found um, like Handel's Messiah, like some very traditional things, but there's also like, a version that came out in the 90s that has all different types of versions of the Messiah. So um, I've been listening to that randomly. Um, <laughs> another thing, sometimes I get stuck on music. And so I've been listening to her's second, like, okay, part Used two. to Know Her Part 2, mm-hmm. which starts with Carried Away. I literally, like, listen to that song in Hard Place on repeat. Like, there's just some songs that I'll just, like, I don't know what it is. Like, I play them on repeat over and over and over and over. And that mm-hmm. whole part of the album I listen to on repeat. And then NSYNC Christmas. Oh, so I'm not, I mean, let's be real. Listen, That's... it takes me back. I remember I got that album and listened to it for literally the entire 13-hour drive to New Orleans every year because we drive to New Orleans for Christmas on my discman. And so it, like, brings me to a space of nostalgia, and I'm really big into nostalgia right now, as you know. So, yes. yeah, I listen to, and sometimes I've been listening to the Bible on, um, there's, like, a streetlights bible like where there's different pastors that have like read different books of the bible oh, wow. and i'll listen to that i'll have to put you on to that because it's really dope that is this dope. last one i listened to was first peter rich perez read it so oh pastor rich shout out to Swassy CFA. that's the one that you used to go to right? yeah i almost said it to you because i was like i think this is him <laughs> i just listened to it so yeah i'll have to say it to you. so he narrated and then my friend taylor also used did that uh taylor gray did that for somebody else so if you guys are ever like looking for a place to listen to um I think the name is Streetlights, and I think they have almost every book of the Bible on there. Oh, which wow. Which is so dope, and it's just, like, read by people, and it has, like, music to it that's, like, actually not distracting, and... Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to check this out. I'm going to yeah, check yeah. this out. So I've been doing that a lot. How about you? Um, right now, I've been listening to the, um, the Soulful Christmas playlist on Spotify. That joint is flames. Like, first of all, 
the best rendition of Joy to the World. Oh, Whitney, back, yes. Hands, Hands down. down. No, you can't. There, that is joy in a song. Like there's, it's like tangible. Like you, like you're like, ooh, like ooh, like the moon just builds you up. I'm like every time, the minute the, the like yes. everybody said ya, like you're like what? Like I have chills talking about. It. <laughs> it's just, it's so good, y'all. Oh, I know she's leading that song up in heaven. I know. Don't you know, emotional right now. Yes. Shout out to all the things, but for sure, I'm listening to that playlist. I, um, just because I haven't talked to y'all in a while, uh, and I know everybody is gonna ask about Meek's album, it was solid. You know, I'm not gonna lie. It was a solid album. I can only listen to it when I'm at the gym, mm-hmm. because I'm, that's he's, the only place He's I'm, so intense for me, I don't know, I can't. I, I know, that's, that's why I'm like, I can, I can get you for a, a crisp hour at the gym, and then I'm like, <laughs> tap out. Can't do it no more. So there's that one. And then I've also been listening to the, um, 24 Ever a sermon series with Pastor oh, Michael yes. Todd. I was like, what is this? Yes. <sighs> Y'all. We're going to be worshiping literally forever. It's going to be a lot. Yes. I'm excited. I'm yes. excited. Also, it, it just convicts you. I don't know what Pastor Michael Todd has down in his spirit, of, but he can just bring it yes. out of you, and yes. I, I appreciate he it. He is such a gifted storyteller. It's like, <laughs> you're just drawn in, and you're like, oh, he's talking Jesus, yes. Like it's like you're entertained, but you're also edified, and I feel yeah. like that is a rare combination. Yeah, it's very rare, but it's it's been that one's been really good. And then I've been listening to a ton of podcasts. Um, one of my favorite podcasts, though, recently has been "Don't At Me" by Justin Simeon, and he like because he's talking to um, actors, writers, and directors. Or just like creators in general about like their process, mm. um, things that they like about the industry, things they don't like about the industry, things that they don't want nobody to question them on. Like this is my opinion on it. I don't care what you have, mm. which I feel like is every one of my opinions. And like, don't at me about it. I don't care how you feel. Yep. Shout out to the rest of the world. Just so you know, this is how I am. But it's really dope because she, he, like, I was listening to this one with Ava DuVernay, and she's just going in. She's like, I don't create for these awards. I don't care about these awards. Black people don't care about these awards. And it's just like a moment where you're like, oh yeah, that's like it, it's like a moment where you're like, oh, this is true. And I and I get that. And um, and then his with his um one with Issa. It's just like very interesting to hear creators talk about their process. You know that's my favorite thing oh, yeah. to just sit oh, around yeah. and like watch people for you. have a process. And they ask, it sounds like they're asking, "Oh, we forgot. <laughs> I just got my AD kicked in heavy just then." Okay, <laughs> but it sounds like they asked good questions. And then I was gonna, for some reason, as soon as I said that, I thought about Terrell's. Exactly. I was about. <laughs> I was in the middle of years, <laughs> and I was like, "Wait a minute, we forgot to talk about Terrell." <laughs> So one moment, we're gonna go back to eyes real quick. It doesn't matter. It's the finale. It's, like, I, it's like eyes and ears, though. Yeah, it's like it's gonna be for the holidays. You're gonna be wanting to laugh anyway. <laughs> um, so y'all, there is a YouTube channel made by one of the greatest humans named Terrell, <laughs> spelled T E double R E double L. Just so you know, because sometimes people don't know how to spell. There's all manner of spellings out there. I'm just trying to help y'all out. Yes. But he gets singers, and I mean singers, not just singers, but the folks that really be out there with the vocals. Um, and he does like all these different shows, like different types of shows, and like one of them is the Song Association show. And you, I could just watch these YouTube videos forever. Yeah, he is hilarious. Yes. He's hilarious. 
all of these kids grew up in church. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Like sanctified voices come on this show. And you're like, wow, you know, it's just about gifts, really. It's about mm -hmm. using what you were, you've been given. Like, Let's just celebrate this right now. Yes. And of course, he can sing too, because why not? Um, and so it's just really, if you guys haven't been watching Terrell's videos, you Some of your favorite that. singers are probably on there or about to be on there. Yeah. Um, it, and it's like growing exponentially. So it's really dope to like see like his channel grow. And you're just like, wow, a lot of people are really into this. Yes, I love it. So I'll actually link it in the show notes just because I'm that passionate about the fact that you should watch these videos. I was like, we can't forget that. I literally <laughs> came to my mind. I was like, y'all should see my face. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yes. That's perfect. Um, so now we're going to go on to what's on your heart, which is actually, it could be attached to the topic today, but you know, what's on your heart right now? Whew. I feel like there's, it's so funny thinking about how many things can be happening at one time in life. But I think a lot of times we don't take time. And I appreciate this question, even though it's a hard one to answer. I think um, I encourage you to ask people in your life this. And I would say the same, like, for us to be better about, like, what's going on in your heart. Because I think there are oftentimes things, once again, that intersect. There are things that overlap. Um, there are things that keep coming up. And sometimes there's things that I feel like God really wants you to address because it's something that continues to come up, whether it's in an uncomfortable way or whether it's in a good way, like in a joyful, like hopeful way. Um, so it's not always like, oh, it doesn't have to be heavy things. It's just like, man, this keeps coming up. Like I'm feeling this way overall. Um, I think for me right now, I'm learning a lot about um, what vulnerability means. Uh, I think a lot of people think I'm very open and I'm very like, I tell people, but I'm, I'm really not very vulnerable. Uh, <laughs> wow. You know when somebody gives you a read and you're on uh, your mic? It's uh, fine. I wouldn't look at you any kind of way. But, you know, I think people that are open with their lives that are quick to share those things. Oftentimes there are things that it's like there's certain layers you just won't get past. And mm -hmm. I think the vulnerability piece for me, I have found um, the reason it's being like tested and I'm, I'm learning. I feel like God is helping me understand like there takes a lot of discernment and when and how to be vulnerable because I have done that in areas that I probably should not. And with people that were not safe for me to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then like the gates are open, you know, and then like all this stuff has been poured out. But I think right now. And I've shared that Dominique and I have talked about this offline too, but there are a lot of conversations I'm having with family and with close friends about things that I'm very passionate about that I'm realizing they are not passionate about. And I think the difficulty for me is knowing when and how can I still be vulnerable with those people? Because I felt like I was safe to be vulnerable, but now it's not safe for me to. Um, I've actually gotten in some arguments and not really looking forward to being home with my family over the holidays. I am in general, but there are some things that are not resolved with last conversations. So I, for any of those, those of you that have the same feeling when you go home, um, there's things that, you know, living in New York that just don't translate to Ohio living or Nashville living where my family is, um, especially conversations around race that I feel like these are things that I talk about in my regular life, in my work life, in my personal life, in my home, that I feel like I, I don't know how to navigate that. I think the Lord is challenging me on the discernment of how and when to be vulnerable. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's hard because me, you already know. I'm like, well, we're just not going to talk about it then. Either we're not going to talk about it or I'm going to go full force and you will hear everything because you have to stay here because you're my family. And if you don't want to be my friend, you don't want to hear it, leave. Like, that's my yeah. inclination. But I know the Lord is like, that's not, well, <laughs> that's really, that's, you gotta work on that's very fleshly led, you know. <laughs> so I think I'm trying to figure out, like, how do you navigate conversations around things you're passionate about without overwhelming people or making them um, tune you out? 
you know, especially conversations around race, politics, that are just so, some for some reason, so tightly um, wound to our identity, our emotions. I mean, not for some reason. I understand why, but um, it's just hard. So it's on my heart as the holidays are coming up. I'm just like, Lord, help me navigate. It's real. Help me love people for real. Like, because I've never really had, you know, I didn't think, I didn't think I had enemies in my home. And I'm learning. He's like, there's a charge to loving enemies. I didn't say figure it out on your own. Like, you can ask me. (laughs) So, yeah, that's, like, deep. But also, I think, like, what's on my heart is there's hope. I I feel encouraged because I feel like by trusting God, I'm going to see, like, crazy stuff happen that I know only he can do. Yeah. Because I've got my same family that I'm arguing with is praying as well. Because they were convicted about their responses in these moments. And we're all trying to figure this out. But praise God, with the Holy Spirit, we're not doing it alone. And so I know yeah. there will be peace. Because there has to be. <laughs> exactly. So That's that's, yeah. that's dope. Yeah, so I think it just, it'll affect everything. You know, vulnerability is everywhere. It's not just in my home or with people that are closest to us. Like, how do I navigate that in friendships and community and all that stuff? So, yeah, um, yeah we'll see. I got learning to do. So, how about you? Um, for me, I feel like I'm still in a very big space of reflection. Um, December is the first month in probably the whole year that I have not had 12 million things planned and things to do. And that is actually, it's like very nice to like end my year this way. Even though I still like, I'm still training really hard. Razor port, your girl lost eight pounds. So I'm just saying I'm just saying. I would clap, but I don't want to. <laughs> we got a golf clap over here. Uh. Um, but I mean, it's like trying to stay on my due diligence and also like figure out, like reflect on this year. Do I want another year where I spend 11 months like hustling? Like that was, that's what I felt like this year was like a lot of doing. Um, and not that, not to say that it was any of it was in vain. I mean, like I've done this for a year. Like a lot of things were great. But I think also just like taking time to take stock of like I like this, I like this, I that's don't good. like that. Um, inventory. And then, yeah, inventory. inventory. That's cool. And then also like where do I want to be next year? Um, that's just sort of ha- that's like a part of my personality. Be like, okay, we've done this. Where are we going this year? Did you have a word for this last year? I don't. I don't remember it, and that's what's annoying me. I keep trying to find where I wrote I it down. Um, I want to say it was confident. And I feel like that, I, I definitely didn't fulfill that, so. I think you're fulfilling that. I feel like it's a slow thing, but I feel like I know my word for 2019, which I can't tell y'all yet. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I'll tell y'all in the in this episode, but I just can't say it yet because that goes with the topic. Um, but um, I just think that, like, there, there are things that I know that I want to do next year in different ways that I want to, like, move. And so I think that that's sort of where I'm I'm, like, that's what's on my heart right now. It's just like reflecting takes taking inventory, but also like, where do you want to be? Like, how do you want to grow spiritually, um, financially, emotionally, all of those things. Like, yeah. and that takes time. So, um, I'm actually giving myself space to do that. Cause I typically don't typically I'm like, I don't want to do this. And I just sort of over. I'm super impressed by that. Go overdrive. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's not, you are definitely a doer. I am. I am. <laughs> that's a wonderful quality, but I see. Yes. That's wonderful. So let's see. Now we're going to get into this topic. We're going to be talking about growth. Because, like we've just said, we are different. We are different. Can we just take a minute? Like, I just want to express to y'all where Lauren was this time last year. Lauren was 
Unemployed. I didn't have my job yet. Yeah, you didn't have your job yet. Praise God. And you were sort of bitter about it. <laughs> and you were like, I don't really know what I'm doing here. <laughs> you went from a I don't know spirit to a okay, okay, Lord spirit to a now we're a little bit walking in this purpose in New York City. So that's super dope. That's crazy. Um, and it's like for me, I'm like sitting here like I was starting out this podcast. I was treading real unsure, right. you know. I had a trainer and, and gained 20 pounds with the trainer. And then it's fine. It's fine. You know? <laughs> and I got a new one. He said, I was about to say, and you got a new one, right? <laughs> and I got a new one. Leslie, what up? Shout out yes, to you. Yes. Um, but I'm just like, I feel like we're totally different people. So I have to ask you, where do you feel like you've grown most in 2018? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um... Ooh, well, <laughs> that's such a hard question. I think, and I hope people in my life would say this, so I, I think obedience to God. I think it was just like, I, not that I hadn't done that before, but I feel like when I say that, I mean like taking him at his word and like the day-to-day, like I just... um Man, I kept it small. And it was just like, you would anybody ask me anytime, like, I'm like, I'm taking a day at a time. Like, you ask me how I'm doing, every time I would tell you that. And I meant that so heavy, like, I've never lived that way. And it was just like, I'm just trying to obey God each day. And I think, not that I didn't do that, but I'm such a big picture person that I think for God to bring it down to, like, small bite size, because, like, every day I woke up and went to Trader Joe's was like, I just got to obey God today. Like, this is what I'm, this is where he has me. I have to, to be present, like, I need to be available, I need to be ready, like, it's just like, there was a, maybe it's more discipline, I don't know if that's the word, discipline spiritually, but, whoo, I just never had to activate it like that before, and I think when I look back, I'm, I'm kind of in awe of how keeping it small like that, and hearing from God, even things like being brave to, like, apply to grad school, and I was like, I don't want, I never had wanted to do that, and I felt like he told me to, and I got rejected. And it was like, but I had to obey God. He told me to do that. It, or like, even in small moments, like with people on the street or conversations that I would have. And it was like, I don't know why I'm having this, but I have to obey God. It's like, he prompted me. He prompted me because I was available. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, w- I would say that's probably the biggest, I think in that area is probably the most I've grown. Um, how about you? Um, For me, I feel like... Where I've grown most is probably in my ability to execute through fear. Mm. Um, And I say that, and the reason why I couldn't say what the word was, I feel like I have a really hard time believing in the thing that I'm doing. Like, I'm like, like a lot of my friends will be like, yo, you've done like mad stuff this year. And I'm like, no, I haven't. Like, stop. Mm. And it's like a weird thing because I don't actually... I think that's why this time is so specific of like, I'm taking this month to reflect, to take time, to take space, is I really struggle with like seeing things as they're happening. I can't see the forest for the trees. Like I see a tree and I'm like, I'm doing this thing. Um, and I execute a lot. And so it's, it's almost like my body, and I've sort of been processing this, processing this in therapy, is like 
this weird way that my body executes whether I believe it or not. Mm. It's like my mind is like, no, 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 no. But my body just has found a way to like over just move forward. Think it. Yeah, wow. Like to go overcome it without thinking about it. And so it's I don't know what that is. I'm sure that So then it gets done, but you don't even know that no. you thought it should have happened to begin Which with. Which is why I know it's God, because I'm like, I didn't do yep. nothing. Yep. Um I'm saying you're like, well, I mean, y'all can do what you want to with that. Um but it's I think that like but there is a part of it eventually you do have to believe in where God is taking you. You have to even if it's like hard and it feels uncomfortable like you have to believe that yeah and also like even when it came to like the weight loss like I think that in my head like it was shocking like losing that like losing that amount of weight most people be like bro you can lose that amount of weight in a month anyway like you know what I mean like it's fine but in my mind I was like you've never done this so you can't do this Mm, that's yep so instead of that it's like I need to like walk in like for me I feel like 2019 is like I need to walk into a like mindset of belief that's good like just believe it Yep. Like you've been given the gift, believe in it. Like that sort of thing. And I think that, I don't know if other people struggle with that, but I think that a lot of times we don't let ourselves believe in the gifts because we're like, maybe we feel like we're going to lose them yep. or they're yep. fleeting or... Or they're not as good as I think they could. Like it should, or they're as good I, as somebody else. If I believe they're so great and then they're actually not, like it's not received that way, then does that nullify the fact that they even exist? Like... Who, who's subject because who says whether or not they are but somehow we think if I offer this out here also because like the, the 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 thief of comparison yeah because it's like your gift next to somebody else's gift you're like I'm not gonna be as good as them That's and it's right. like it don't like literally I believe there have been so many times where the Lord's like it doesn't matter what exactly. their gift is if it looks the same praise God I made two of you yeah. but both of y'all do things differently yes. and that's fine yes. so yes. I think that that's I feel like this year has taught me like like do it anyway yeah whereas next year it's like believe in it so you can yeah. manifest something yeah. else so that's good sort of those two things i love that um i guess to go along with this like not only like that's like your one thing but like what is one way you've grown mentally and emotionally Mm. And one way you've grown spiritually and one way you've grown physically. So maybe that's like space, attitude, like I don't know, like all the, like it could be there's one way for yep. all three of those. Are yep. If you, if you know yours, go ahead and start. I've got, for physically I, uh, <laughs> physically I put nah, fam. <laughs> no, but I, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, physically, I can, I can start with that because you just talked to kind of you just talked about your physical changes. Um, when I worked at Trader Joe's at the beginning of this year, you know, I the the job was extremely physical, and I did lose some weight. That really, to me, is not where my mind's been at for a while now. Where I'm just like, I just thought so much of my life about that, and life is. As somebody put like a post up that said like, life is not just about. Um, losing weight and spending yeah. money or whatever it is like it's stuff that we like consumes us and i i think I, it consumed me for so long that i'm just like i can't even live there mm-hmm. but i was so physical and i think it was cool to see like what my body could do and i think i was encouraged by that because like i was physical all day long and we lifted a lot of heavy boxes and i would help unload things and i was like you know gaining strength and um gaining endurance and i think hopefully i can continue that i'd like to do some like more maybe training maybe training shout out to Leslie who knows where I'll go but um people that you know do more intentional like things with my body to show myself like I am like I'm strong you know and I think even when I had some friends come visit 
um, that were walking around the city, I realized like, wow, when I first moved here, like I was, my legs were swollen. Like when I was first walking around, you know, mm-hmm. and now it's just like, I can walk forever. And I just, something about that has really done my mind a lot of good. I think being more physical and the city and stuff like that. So that's my thought about physically. Is that what you meant by physical? Yeah. Cause I, I mean, for me, I think it's ironically the opposite word. Like I would say having lost weight, like growing physically, like for me, it's like healthy. Yeah. Like I have different, I have totally different like eating habits, health habits than I did before. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it's like, that takes intention. So I think that like, for me physically, like being more healthy and like realizing that also that spills into like everything else, spills into your finances, it spills yes, it into yeah. all those things. So I think physically, yeah, for, for me it would be like health, like being intentional about health and um, also letting that not be on the be on the shoulders of like something else or someone else yes, wanting that for yes, me that's I think good. I yes this is me wanting to be healthy for me that's good that's good so the spiritual part oh man i said that already in my area of most growth i think it's just you know taking god at his word um being still i i think i've really mastered not mastered no no no, 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 no. If y'all would have no. saw her face when she said that, I was that, like, she whoa, was like, why did that word come out? Uh, <laughs> I've nowhere near mastered this, y'all, but knowing that um, how important, how vastly important it's been for me to be still and for me to spend time with God, to hear his voice, um, to trust what I hear from him and to respond. And so that obedience, like it just, it comes with, I think that obedience, you don't obey somebody you don't know, you don't trust, you don't spend time with, you just don't do that. Cause you don't know how they think. You don't even know what they want you to do. If you're not in his word, you're not hearing from him. And so I think spiritually I've grown, I can't even like unbelievably all thanks, all glory, all glory to God for the fact that he has continually revealed himself to me and been faithful to meet with me when I create space for that. And it's just like, I can't even put it into words fully yet, but there's been more of a discipline um, of worship, even when I don't feel like it. Discipline of prayer, even when I don't feel like it. You know, like using that, like that's my default. Instead of going to things or places or people or, you know, as my default. It's like that's been replaced. And I think I want to make sure I maintain that with this new life that I have with new work and stuff. So um, I say spiritually for that for me is discipline. That's more, that's more big picture. You know, I'm not talking, once again, I'm not being vulnerable, but <laughs> I mean, I am, but I'm not. It is, it's discipline. So how about you? Um, for me, I feel like this has been a studying season for me. Like this whole year I've studied the word in a way yeah. that I like really didn't for like most of my life. Like not like in the sense of like, I grew up a Christian, yeah. but like this year it was different. Like it was like a, for like I think that in my mind is because I wanted to, like, I wanted to talk about things that are of the world that are very dark and it's like, I needed the counterbalance yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I see that. And also like, it's really hard to like dwell, <laughs> like when you're like studying this stuff and you're talking about this stuff and you're like fighting for like being an advocate for these things, you're like, yo, the world is dark and it is tiring. And I think that in that, it's just like I had to study like I had to like listen to sermons and like do a lot of like different types of devotionals like just like get a lot of word in also I think that 
I realize that when I'm at work, like if I start to get stressed out, like it's like just turn on a sermon. There you go. Yep. Or like, it's, so I think that like it was just like a weird. It was a, a lot of studying, a lot of like writing things down. Um, what would you have done before? Like I think I was the last year. Like what would you normally do if you were stressed? Oh, I would just like throw on regular music or like or I would just get mad. Like I I feel like I would just because I get annoyed naturally very quickly. So I mean it just is what it is. Um, so I think that like, that was like an easy way to like, not just do, but like to occupy like my mind and stuff like that. And also I think that it was interesting because I realized that people that I put a lot of stock in maybe the last two years, like people that I looked up to and admired, it's like, those aren't going to be the people that you mm -hmm. need to emulate anyway. Um, cause it's a lot of like them, 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 like you're the, like, you're the one that's in charge of your life. And I'm not saying that you're not like, shout out to people that like. It's not a bad thing to be motivational for yourself. But I think that there's also a lot of, on the flip side of, I am not my own. This gift is not actually mine. Mm -hmm. Whatever comes of this is like to, to be glor like glorifying God. So like I think that that, that yeah. took like unlearning. Like this isn't a me thing. Mm -hmm. um, That's good. And so I think that this year sort of taught me a lot about like the balance almost yeah, of, I can see that I can see that yeah. of like stepping away from like motivational speakers to like uh why don't we let the lawyer motivate you and you can still find speakers that you like enjoy and like so you had that so it feels just like filtered through the truth it's yeah. like I've got my lens on like I know you know what I mean like because I've been in his work that sounds familiar because of what I know God said about yeah. it yeah yeah that's so good that's good so I feel like that I feel like that's sort of where I've been this year spiritually Mm. And I've appreciated you sharing those, those things. It's good to have people in your life, y'all, that will share a good word with you. Like stuff that you share with me has encouraged me at the right time. And I think that's we have to remember. Like, like you said, there's all this stuff out here. Everything's weighing in on us, and it's like, well, what's the truth? And so we personally believe that God's word is the truth, and what He says is true. And so making sure that that's the first thing being input in my mind mm -hmm. versus what somebody else's idea of truth is, which can shift and change and does yeah. shift and change. It's like. And also, unless you can't, re like, rely on yourself. Like, I think that, like, that's something that I realized is, like, yes, you're in charge of your own life and your own destiny, but, like, like only to, like, so far, like, so, just, like, only to such an extent. Right. Like, if that's to your de detriment and it becomes prideful, like, what is that going to solve? Right. So I think that, like, that's, like, a thing that I've recognized. And also, when you, especially when you're trying to do something where you're talking about justice, justice-led work, um, and missional line work for me that also is rooted in Christ so like I think that those are different things and I think that like ending this narrative of like people who are Christian they can't be about social justice like I think that that's something that I studied a lot so I think that was another reason why I was studying I was like I don't believe that this is true that like that these are separate are, things yeah like these yeah. are aligned things so for me that was like also a lot of studying and that goes along with my actual nine-to-five work and yeah. my work that I do outside yeah. of I feel like New York, do you think New York brings, I was just thinking about this, like, there's so many things, the same way for me with studying, like, because that's been part of my discipline, because it was just kind of like, you know, all over the place before, but I think New York sometimes prompts me, like, I don't know if it's just, or maybe it's my circle here, I don't know if it's tied to the place, but things will come up and you're just like, what does God's word say about that? Like, if I, you know, like, I can weigh in on and read all these articles and everybody, you know, but it's like, it, that prompts you to, like, go to a source and actually go find, like, okay, look up justice, okay, what verses? 
talk about justice. Yeah, it's like it draws you, and I feel like this environment, and maybe it's just the environment of our world, but I also think, especially in New York, I don't know, it just feels like those conversations happen, so you're just like, you know what, like, let me me go check back on that. You know, like, I have thoughts about it, but let me go back and see what God actually says about, has said about it, and is saying about it, and that's been something I've done as well, and it's like, I'm grateful for New York for bringing that out. Yeah. Well, I also think it's because, like, we're just, like, this hustle and bustle, like, we got to weed through yes. all the crap. And you're like, okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's, that's actually what I was looking for. Thank you. Exactly. Um, you're looking out. So I definitely, I definitely feel like that does happen. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what about mentally and emotionally? Have you grown in mentally and emotionally? Yes. I should have thought about these questions a lot more. Um, <laughs> she gave it to me. It's been a busy week at work, y'all. Um, I... Because these are some deep, these are questions I'm going to take back and think, and I would challenge y'all to be the same. Whoever's listening to this, think about this. Really think about it, because this is, like, some really good stuff to reflect on. Um, and we still have the rest of December to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think mentally, emotionally, um, not choosing the thing I want all the time. And I don't know how to explain that. Um, <laughs> That's but, a word. That was for somebody. You used. Say it again. One last second. Not choosing the thing I want all the time. That could be for anything. Health. Yeah. Men, women, children. And it does. It's like, like for real, because um, in that discipline, like I said, like it sounds like, I feel like the Lord just brought me like to square one with a lot of things where like I didn't have money. You know, I didn't have um, any connections. I haven't had any connections with men in a significant way for a while. So, but there were some relationships that um, were unhealthy that I would choose, you know, when I wanted to or when I was feeling low or whatever. And you have to kind of examine those times to look at patterns. And I think the Lord helped me do that and expose to me, like, you're going to these places, kind of like that entire sermon that Pastor Michael Todd did about idols on your heart. It's like, and there's so much to that. I won't unpack all of that. But what I can say is... That was part four. Yes, y'all. look it up, guys. <laughs> That was part four. But, but be ready for that. Evicting idols. And understanding what you go to when you feel a way about yourself or when you feel a way about the world. And when you feel a way, it's like just not choosing the things I want. And sometimes those things I want, like I have chosen, but it's happened much, much, much less. And I've actually brought those things to God. Like I've actually been like, okay, what I really want to do right now is this, and I'm not going to do that. And that, once again, ties back to my discipline point. But mm-hmm. that has been huge for me. And releasing some connections to things mm-hmm. that were unhealthy. I didn't even realize it. Like, I would go shopping when I was doing, you know, when I was down or whatever. I didn't have money to do that. What you going to do when you can't even choose the thing you want? Mm-hmm. When that option is taken from you, you know? So yeah. that's a whole other thing. So, or if it's dangling right in front of you and you have to just, like, okay, Walk away. I don't need that. Like, that does not serve me well, and I'm going to regret that or whatever. So I've learned that in very, very tangible, huge ways this year. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful for that discipline. The Lord knew I needed that. So, yeah, I mean, I think wow. that's – I'm still not choosing things I want every day. Yeah, because so. I mean, that's, I feel like that's an ongoing mental growth moment. Like, I don't think that any of us are like, I'm just free of that. Like, no, you – like, that's like me being like, oh, I don't want french fries no more. Lies. I want french fries every day of my life. Exactly. It, it will forever be a thing. Exactly. But this kale, though, that I have to eat, amen. <laughs> I've never hated kale so much. Ugh. But you know what? 
eventually you just start to eat it and you're like whatever it is what it is like there i have a choice <laughs> yeah you don't have a choice at all how about you so i feel like mentally and emotionally i've grown in a way to ask to recognize that i need help that's like a mental shift for me that's good um like you don't have to have all the answers to all the questions and also like there are literal things that people are called to help you do that's right um like a lot of like i feel like a lot of times you hear the narrative of like it's super easy to lose weight you just eat less and work out more <laughs> that's a lie I was like, oh, yes, I get how math works. Less calories, more action does equate to things changing on your body. Uh -huh. I get it. But, like, sometimes you actually need people that will ride your tail and be like, are you doing this? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? They are going to do it in a different way than what I just said. That's good. They're doing it with grace and, like, fun, and it's, it's, it's fine. But, like, you can ask for help. That's good. Um, and that's okay. Even when it comes to like emotional, like mental health. Yeah. I restarted therapy in the fall after losing my therapist in um, the last winter in January yeah. um, to breast cancer. And so for me, like, I was like, do I want to get back in this ring? But now I'm like, I don't know what people do without therapists. I really don't understand it. Even though, I'm going to be honest, me and therapy are not friends. It's like a very hard thing for me to do. I'm bad at being vulnerable. I don't want to do that crap. I don't like, I don't like crying. I'm like, I just, what are emotions? What are they? Weakness, leaving the body. No. <laughs> That's literally how I feel. And I'm like, no, no the emotional not. people are stronger, stronger than you. And that's what's annoying. So that's why I go to somebody to help me sort through all that. Yes. But it's just interesting because that takes a mental shift of being like, okay, you're offering to do this thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you do this thing. Or like, you're offering to do this thing because you're better at it yeah. than I am. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times... I just am like, I can do it all. <laughs> like, I really, like, there's so many times in my life where I'm like, I got this. And it's like, actually, you don't. So, you know. That's a, that's a huge level of vulnerability, like you said. I mean, it's huge yeah, to be so able to say that. Yep. That's why I would say that mentally, emotionally, I've been like, you can, you can ask for help. It's okay to not be t all together all the time, tied up in a bow. Yes. And be presentable and to And people want to help. Here's the crazy thing. It's like, I feel the same way. Like, I don't like obligation. People want to help. Like, Yeah, they don't feel obliged. No. We don't feel obliged. <laughs> we're like, nah, I'm, I'm offering because I, like, I I'm offering. <laughs> like, that's, I don't, I don't even have to explain anything else other than like, that. Like, it's my job. Like, you know, like, you think about trainers, like, they live for those. They, like, love that because that's their gift. And they love to help other people do that. And it's like, how, how, how? My favorite, my favorite thing that Leslie has ever said to me, I don't even know if she knows this, so she's going to listen to this and be like, I didn't know that, is like, you have to trust me. Mm. That's a different look. I was like, I read it and I was like crying because I was mad because I didn't meet my goal the first month I was training. And I was like, she's like, you have to trust me. And I was like, I don't want to trust nobody. <laughs> And I was like, well, you want to do it. And she, she was right. So there's that. So oh, my gosh. Like, yes. So, like, I think there's something impressive about, yes. like, being like, oh, you know what you're doing. Yes. I'm going to give you the space to do what you're doing. Yes. Um, 
That's good. But people, y'all, I know people, I need to hear that too. That's good. Yeah. So that that's definitely, I feel like probably where I've grown most mentally. Um, so this is, the, we're going to shift a little bit from like personal stuff. I mean, it's still going to be a personal, but it's going to be a little bit different. Um, change in, in life are both hard. Um, like this growth, this process of growth is a hard thing um, because usually they happen in tandem. Like you're changing and the world is still moving and revolving. So you have to like keep going. Um, but how have you stayed hopeful when it feels hopeless this year? I'll let you start. <laughs> um, I feel like this is where the disciplines come in, like where our biggest growth things yes, have come in. Yes. I think that for me, like having studied and having um, having done legwork ahead of time to be like, okay, I'm gonna do this, or um, prepping for things, whether that's meal prep any of that stuff. Like, I think that those are things. But in terms of like hope overall, like I think that one knowing that this is temporary, yes. this this year is temporary. Yes. You can fight and be an advocate for everything, and I, I'm saying that we should do both. We should fight and be advocates for people and stand in the margins for people. Yep. Um, that are that are most vulnerable and oppressed. Like I'm, I for sure believe that we should do that. But in that, I think that there also is the flip side of like we don't have to do that from a place of a negative space. And so um, finding time to just like be and like, um, and also looking at things that are, that are positive. I think a lot of times we're inundated with negative information yes, yes. and negative news. And, yes, yes. Um, and, and, we, and we're sort of, it's like we're waiting for the other shoe to drop and like, it's like all the shoes have dropped at this point. <laughs> like we've watched them all fall. Yes, yes. Um, but like reading becoming, like I think that those are things that remind me that there is hope. There were there is there are people to look up to that that you see that um, are creating beautiful art right now. Like I feel like right now we have a renaissance of beautiful art, yeah. especially made from people of color. And I'm like shout out to us for like letting people know we can still create in times that are dire, and it can be things that are beautiful and they don't always have to feel dismal. Mm. So I think for me, it's like looking at positive images, taking time to, to watch your favorite show, even though, you know, like, I think it was just, we need the space to do both yes. at the same time. Yes, and like yes. See. And that's what you even said about, like, instead of listening to the music that you wanted to all the time, it's like, I'm gonna listen to this sermon instead. Yeah. And, you know, I think, and I've talked a lot about faith, and I just don't know how I would, Oh, I don't know how people do without it. You know, I know that people do, and many people listening to this may not ascribe to the same beliefs that I do. Um, I think I just have to believe that there's something bigger than what's going on right now. I have to know that in the end, um, that love does conquer all, and that there is going to be justice served, and that every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. And I think for me to do that now in the midst of things where it's like that really doesn't seem very logical or it doesn't feel like you know it can feel small or it can feel like how is that changing but I think God has taken me back to some pretty small basic things because I think there's bigger things ahead that 
bigger not fights to fight but things that he wants us like we talked about with social justice and being a christian like things that he wants me to stand up and speak for that he's like you have to know these very basic things about walking with me in the midst of seemingly hopeless times like you've got to be able to discipline yourself to be in my word to default to me instead of going everywhere else because then you're going to be all over the place and you can't say you're not gonna be able to say nothing right lauren you know like to be able to reflect when you blow up in anger and have wisdom about vulnerability and when to say what and how and i think that's for me too like exactly what you're saying like being mindful of your community you know i think for me remaining hopeful um reading narratives i think now in this time reading narratives and watching art of people of color where i think how can i not if if people that are in this country being oppressed and being marginalized by leadership that people that look like me have voted to power are able to find hope who the hell am i not to like lauren the the audacity of me to even sit back and and be hopeless when i can hear you know i went to bridge church i've been going there pretty often which is where dominique attends as well and you know pastor james was talking about radical love and i'm watching this black man talk about this and i'm over here i had just had that conversation with my with my family that was difficult and I'm just like, the Lord just, the Holy Spirit just impressed on me. Who are you not to extend love? If this man is sharing, like, here's how I extend love and grace to my white brothers and sisters. And he's giving tangible examples. And I'm over here like, I can't extend grace to my family. It's, a, it's just like, <laughs> who, what? Like, and, I, and I've said it before, but, you know, I think the grace, especially for me in my circles, that women of color have extended to me, it, like, gives me so much hope to see I'll do that. And it's like, who? Who am I not to have that hope? And, and, and it doesn't come from this world. No. And that's the thing. It just doesn't. I know it doesn't come from that world for him, for you, for anybody that's shared their stories of that hope. It's like, y'all don't know. It, if you see us operating above what's going on right now, it's not because we're minimizing the physical. No. Like, that's the, that's the balance, though. Because you want to honor, like, this is really happening, y'all. Like, there are really people that are still, you know, as we were sharing about the young woman before being convicted, tried as children for life it's like these things are still happening we can't dismiss that as believers we i mean jesus is concerned about injustice he's that's still what our concern should be but but there is a hope we operate in so we can look crazy we can look like we're dismissive of it but we're just not no we we know yeah we know where our hope lies and my hope is in jesus and i have to posture myself keep him on the throne and know that he ultimately has has the final say and he is a god of love and so i who and justice though that's the thing i've been in my justice scriptures too like this is who god is and so i don't know who forgot but this is what <laughs> this is the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven let's talk about it and so that's the stuff that god's prepping me for i feel it but i'm like <sighs> and those those conversations are not fun <laughs> those conversations are the ones that you're like because some people aren't on that journey right now no, and that's and that's usually who you're talking to. <laughs> like you're usually on the on the journey. What did somebody say recently? Sometimes your trials come in the form of people. That's really what it is. Just that he's like, okay, you're gonna go through some stuff that is gonna be to perfect you, but it's really gonna come to you as people. Yeah, <laughs> in conversations of ignorance, and you want to be like, wait, oh, you're my trial. Okay, okay, now I'm clear. So hey, let's sometimes go. you gotta go through it. Yes. And you go through, it and you and I think it's also different when you go through it with people because it takes a different level of growth. Because that, that grace part is is different. It's a, it's a different thing to navigate. Exactly right. That's um, some internal battle that doesn't involve anybody else. Yeah. It's like, like it's wait like, a minute. Oh, I got to account for your emotions. 
because I got a great pop off of me. Like I'm just not prepared for those types of things, but it's it's fine. I'm still I'm gonna I'm gonna extend it to you. Yep. No, it's by the grace of God and not from me because I actually don't like you, right? Right, and he'll literally do that through you. <laughs> it's like that's what's crazy. It's like I don't know how I just I don't know how I just navigated that, but he and you could also out. just. I mean, I th- and it's also different. Like, I just think of, like, the, these types of conversations that you're, gonna, that you're having. Like, there were people that are close to you. Whereas, like, for me, I, I literally talked about this with my, my dad earlier. He was like, you don't talk to nobody that... I was like, no. And, like, some people were like, you should have people that are different from you. I was like, I have a lot of different people around me. Like, uh-huh. it's not like we're, like, all the same human. But you could also just choose to interact with them less. Like it's like yes. for me, it's like for me, that's just where my mind was like. Yep. I feel like almost that was like a good thing. It's like you need to separate yourself from this. Yes, yes. Situation, which I feel like goes with my next question. Yeah, what is it? Because it's like we're at a time where we feel like everything's falling apart. It's crumbling. The world is fall. Like I, like I said, the other shoes are drop. It everything's crumbling. It's like I I honestly and earnestly believe that joy is a choice yeah. and this is much like hope but like joy is different it's like active yeah. um and joy is a choice and I always will choose it mm-hmm. but like how do you choose joy um I mean like I said you're gonna go home and you're gonna have to have these conversations but also this is the, like though it's very difficult for many people at the season it is also a joyous time so how do you mm-hmm. how do you hold those both in each hand you know and like still so celebrate and spend time with people that you love or even like just like in your everyday like when things when you things get really down like how do you mm-hmm. well, there's a time for everything i think um and i think that's where the the discernment of vulnerability comes in because i think there are times when i'm being sustained and being able to be present you know in a moment that i'm just like I don't really have this to give, but I know this is what this person needs to receive right now. It's not diminishing me or saying like, oh, what I feel doesn't matter. It's just like there will be time for me to be filled up again or, you know, and I have to. So what I to the to the more tangible, like I know when I go home, I will have to make time be at the beginning of the day or the end of the day or both. I haven't decided yet like what that will look like. I have to set my intention that I will spend time alone with God. And it will be me and God. Like, I have to have those rhythms. Because a lot of times, and you know this, like, the holidays, it's like, everybody's out, you know, and the introverts probably freak out because there's, like, four days of, like, stuff. And the extroverts are out here, like, burning, you know, the candle to the end of the wick. And you're like, I don't know how, but I'm so exhausted. And usually then I pop off because I'm like, but everybody's been around me and taking from me. You know, it's like, I have to just calm my life. And so I have to set that intention. Like, y'all can go do this. I have to be alone for a little while center myself make sure jesus is on the throne for real like for real hear what he's saying to me about that so i know how to respond in those moments that may come up i will have to confront my family that like not i shouldn't say confront i still talk to some of them about that but i'm going to have in-person conversations with a few people when i'm home there's friends as well that i'm like there's been some stuff in between i believe in relationship i believe in the ups and downs of those things. I don't just like throw those things away. You know, I'm in this family for a great purpose for such a time as this. And so I already think because I've been praying about it, I'm prepped for that, you know, like I'm grateful. Um, And so I think for me, it's just that setting that intention um, when I get back to like have my rhythms so that I am effective (laughs) 
in my joy. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't, I can't just fake that for four days and then like blow up and like, you really didn't have joy. You just fake that. Like, you know what I mean? I can't, I can't pull from experiencing God, you know, three weeks ago. Like that has to be daily for me. I have to access that daily. It is my daily bread. He has to fill me up. I, I can't do it without. So, but I have to make time for that. It's not, he's not going to, you know, force that through me. So I don't know if that answered the question. What was the rest of it? <laughs> Just like, like, what are like the, what are the ways that you're choosing joy? So like for you, it, it sounds like starting in the word is like the way that you sort of execute joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, would it be like, I guess sort of like, what are the other tangible ways that this happens? Like, is it choosing joy? Um, like maybe what are your like favorite, what are like the things? Oh that yeah. Are, like choosing to engage in certain things. Like, mm-hmm. okay. So, Okay, these are a couple things. This will make me feel... I'm a pretty positive person by nature, so I don't, like, necessarily... And positivity and joy is different, but I think the choosing joy, choosing joyful moments, choosing memories. So, like, my brother and his fiance are coming in town, and we're going to... We decided we're going to cook together. Um, oh, yes, another way I've chosen joy. Look, I see, I need friends like you to tell me how to <laughs> think about this stuff. So, like, we're going to cook. I don't like to cook. I'm really not good at it. Lindsay and I are talking. She's like, I would love to help you. So, like... And it brings her joy to do that. And so I think for me, engaging in other in things that bring other people joy is like one way I absolutely feel joy. It's, oh, sweet. I, I love to see people like enjoying the thing that we're doing. And, yeah. Um, and so I think there's another thing my mom wants us to do all together that I'm like, okay, we're all, Jordan and I decided we're all going to do this and we're <laughs> going to enjoy it, you know, but she's been so excited about it. And so I think for me, I love, I enter into those moments and be present in them. You know, even if there is discord or even if there is disagreement, it's like show up to those moments. And enjoy that, enjoy that moment, enjoy understanding the significance of, of family, of this time of year, of the fact that we are celebrating our Savior. And I think even the story of Jesus, like we watch this like old school movie called <laughs> Jesus of Nazareth. I don't know if you heard of it, but my dad always makes us watch like a clip of it. It's so old, y'all. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't know about this. The oh. Jesus story. Okay. So it really like we go back and it's like being reminded of the way my God entered the world in the most humble capacity. There was no room for him. And yeah. there was, we don't get how that mimics society now, but you know, it's like that story to me. I mm, rejoice. Wait a minute. Wait, pause. <laughs> we're just going to we're gonna go back three seconds just in case. I mean, he's an immigrant. You know, and he was and a person no of color and he was absolutely impressed. It's fine. I'm just going to remind the people in the back that Jesus is a very great story like like man and depiction of yes. what is currently yes. happening yes 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 just want to remind everyone if you haven't read the book yes go back but you say that you're a christian and you help people mm-hmm. <clears throat> unless y'all know I'll if know you feel me. it you feel it so you know that that story i'm telling you this is joy like the whole story of that where it's like i love that that's the way he came and let's not forget you know and mm-hmm. so i think entering into those moments being present my brother and my sister-in-law, future sister-in-law, and I were talking about new traditions to have, like, with us to give gifts in a different way. My brother and I are getting my parents some really great gifts. So I think I'm super present when I'm in moments. I'm excited to be present and to choose joy, even though I know, because you get overwhelmed with, like, I know that these people, like, we just had an argument, but it's also, like, but I also know I want to honor this moment and these memories and these people, Mm -hmm. and I can choose that. That's a choice. I could show up and be bitter and be rude, or I can choose in that moment to give thanks to God for my family, yeah. as different as we may be, and be present. So, yeah. How about you? Um, I would say probably all of those things. Like, I, I definitely like 
the idea of like spending time with family like definitely I'm a that is my love language yeah. is spending time um or quality time I think that's what it actually is but I also think that I have found a way to like just like watch mindless things like watching Terrell videos it brings you joy yes like I think that like <laughs> I think that a lot of times in in this whole world especially like during this during the season we just get like bogged down and I'm like I watch bullet journal videos until I like <laughs> I love that so much I'm just sitting here I'm like wow you're so talented or like I watch like dance video like anything that I'm just like y'all are so talented do you know how many talented people are in the world yes just like a lot oh gosh, a lot and so I think that like it's weird like joy to me comes like very quickly like it's like a like I'm like oh I really want to do this um because I think it's like also the contrast to like anger which I also have a short view so like I said so I think that like it's finding little things in the day to be like thankful for or to be like to like, oh, you love that thing, like to have that. Um, joy could be in the form of like your favorite ice cream. Or like, I think that like, for me, joy is like, I have, I've, I've, I've had to find a way to make it small. I like that. So it's not like, oh my gosh, where is my next joyful mo moment? And I also think that it's weird, but I feel like joy is also communal. Yeah. Like I've, I've, this year, I've also got to experience a lot of like communal joy, like mm -hmm. my best friend's wedding. Like it was yes. like, it was like, a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, like we, it was like, I was like, do other people do this? Like we were like dancing and it was just like truly a celebration. Yes. And I think that like. Sharing in somebody's joy. That's yeah. Like, you, like you said, sharing in someone's joy is like very, it's very different. It's very specific. But I think that we need more moments like that, especially right now in society. We need a time where we're like, oh, like this is just fun. And we, we like. Not, not don't take everything so seriously uh -huh. because I think that serious, like there's always going to be a moment for serious. Like there's not always a moment to laugh and to hug someone. And like, those are things that I think that we need to like pay more attention to yeah. um, and really cherish because they're not promised. That's like, right. That's right. That's I know right. there's so many people that this season is not easy for them because they don't have those things or they feel forgotten. Or they don't see the things that they have yeah. in that light. And it's oftentimes it's just our perspective. Like, it's that choice in that moment. Yeah. Like, oh, this is this way. Okay, well, where's the joy in it? Because I guarantee there's probably something you could see that yeah. could be joyful. Yeah. Like, even when you're like, oh, I don't want to do this or I want to be here. Like, crack a joke. Like, I bet you, like, <laughs> if you get yep. people to laugh. Um, laughing is actually literally, like, it's something that you should do every day. It's something you should do all the time. So... I, like I said, joy is hard, but I choose it. I love it. But yeah, that's the episode done. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> Back on the mic. Isn't it fun, y'all? I feel, it's so weird when you don't do it. That's hard. It's different. Like, I felt, it was difficult for me. I'm like, I haven't reflected. Like, nobody's <laughs> asking questions. Like, I clearly don't have the right friends. Dominique, I mean, come on, ask me questions more often. <laughs> See, look, for real. See, it's, this is going to change everything about more. It's like, who knows? She'll be back next next season and be like, I've been practicing, y'all. I know what I'm doing now. I know what's happening. I thought about all of you saying, I'm usually a deep question asker, okay? So, hey. this, is, this has been a blessing. And I know that your podcast will continue to be a blessing. For the people that listen to it so tell your friends y'all tell your friends because more people need to be knowing about this so hey 
And I need to remember to share it on socials. All the socials. All the socials. Tell the socials. Yes. So if you like this episode and you have ideas for what we're going to talk about, you want us to talk about or want me to talk about, because who knows who's going to be on here next season. It could be like a bunch of people. We could be having full conversation. I don't know. Um, but you can email me at theintersectionpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at D underscore creative. Um, you can catch all the events. There will be um, more events in the New York area starting next year. So that'll be a series. But don't worry if you didn't go to the first one. There will be more coming up. I can't wait to share those with y'all. But I hope everyone has an amazing holiday season. Yes. And y'all are safe. And y'all get to hug people and eat all the things. And if choose you joy. Choose joy. Pray or just celebrate however you choose to celebrate. I love y'all. And it's been a great season. I'll talk with you soon. Bye.